0: The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC. Hello and welcome into On the Mat with Tyler Chumlin here on Hawkeyes Mike, the wrestling podcast. The Hawkeyes, another season underway here in less than a week. They will host Oklahoma State in the Grapple on the Gridiron, an incredible event. Over 31,000 tickets sold. This event is outdoors at Kinnick Stadium where the football team typically plays. This is probably the first of many outdoor wrestling meets for the Iowa Hawkeyes and other teams in Division 1. Uh, Tom Brands was asked about this at Media Day. He said, you know, they've been wrestling outside since the beginning of time. So this should be fun. It should be an electric atmosphere with 32,000 people around. It's going to be a blast. Iowa's got high hopes going into the season, but they're tempered a little bit. You have to remember, Iowa's only returning essentially half of their starters, and they've got some good ones returning, but they've also got some question marks. Uh, Some of those question marks are at weight classes that have been question marks in the past, but they've also got some weight classes that they really need to get some good production out of that they haven't necessarily had the production they need in the past. They've got some seniors that have graduated. You look at guys like Nick Moore, uh, Bobby Telford is now gone. Mike Evans and his mustache is gone, and Hawkeye fans are excited to get this season started, but as I said earlier, their their expectations are tempered. Last time we saw this Hawkeye team as it is, they were in the NCAAs last year. They placed second to the Ohio State Buckeyes, the first time Ohio State's ever won a national championship. They also placed second last year at the duels against Missouri uh, at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Carver Hawkeye Arena will be part of postseason wrestling coming up again this year. They will host the Big Ten Championships. Look forward to that one in Iowa City uh, at the beginning of of March, you take a look at what Iowa's roster is going to bring. Let's go. I'll go ahead and break down the roster, who's returning, who Iowa expects to wrestle at each and every weight class. We'll look at the team as a whole, and then we'll dive in directly into that Oklahoma State dual meet coming up for the Grapple on the Gridiron. Let's start with our weight classes. The lower weight classes, guys that are returning. Iowa's been powerhouse uh, at the bottom weight classes: 125, 133. You look at a lot of guys in recent years: Matt McDonough, Tony Ramos, guys that have won national championships, guys that have been Big Ten champions as well. And Iowa's got some good ones. We'll start with 125. Thomas Gilman, currently ranked number 4 in the intermat and number 4 in the open mat rankings. The Council Bluff Iowa native. He's a junior. It's now time for Thomas Gilman to step up and be a leader. He was an All-American, placed 4th last year at 125. Runner-up at the Big Tens. Last year he had 15 wins in duels. That's most on the team. 31-6 and six overall. It's very simple. He's an Iowa wrestler. Iowa wrestler who's had some success in the, not only the National Tournament but the Big Ten Tournament. It's now time for Thomas Gilman to take the next step. And honestly... And, and I know a lot of Iowa fans hate hearing this. A lot of people, or maybe Iowa fans, love hearing it, hearing this. But a lot of fans outside of Iowa City and the confines of the uh, of the Corn State don't like hearing this as much. And that is, you know, the expectation for Thomas Gilman this year is a Big Ten championship. Thomas Gilman's expectations also are in the realm of an NCAA championship this year. And honestly, you can't you can't look at what his body of work is and say that that's not the expectation. He's going to have Clemar of Voki State coming up on Saturday, who he beat in a major decision, fifteen to five, last year in the dual meet. Climara is ranked number seven in the intermat rankings this year. Thomas Gilman should have a chance to have a terrific season. He should have a chance to start that season on Saturday. Once I get through all the rankings here, I'm going to go ahead and break down the meet itself and where I think it's going to fall. I'm going to try and do that all season long, try to give you predictions. Basically, the scheduling this year for uh, the Open Mat Wrestling Podcast is going to be, I'm going to try and get it in sporadically when dual meets matter, when there's sessions that matter, when there's tournaments that matter. I'm going to try and get one here for Oklahoma State and then the Iowa City duels where Maryland, Grand Canyon, Iowa Central Community. Community College and Cornell all travel to Iowa City for those duels coming up on the 20th of November and then we're going to hit one more podcast before the Iowa Iowa State duel meet which should be a good one this year Iowa State really trying to get their team back where they want to be at the upper echelon of college wrestling and South Dakota State's after that and then Rutgers and we'll see where we're at because the Midlands Championships are back on Iowa's schedule this year again uh, good to see that Iowa's back at the Midlands uh, it's a great tournament for Iowa to be in very very happy that they're going to be at that tournament at the end of December but let's go ahead and continue on one 33. Corey Clark, now the junior from Southeast Polk. Expectations for Clark same as they are for Gilman this year. He's number two in the intermat, number two in the open mat. He expects to be right there at the end. He placed second last year. He was an All-American at 133, losing to Brewer of Oklahoma. Third in the Big Tens last year. Corey Clark needs to go this time, though. 30-6 and six overall, 13-4 and four in duels, 12-6 and six record versus ranked opponents. That's not bad. That's what he's got to build on, though. He's got to take that win-loss and say, okay, now we're going to get into postseason wrestling. Big Ten tournament time. Corey Clark's got to go. Big 10 tournament time and then the NCAA tournament. He's got to be that guy that anchors this, this younger team now along with guys like Thomas Gilman. What's going to happen essentially for Oklahoma State is Gary Wayne Harding. He'll be there The sophomore. Uh, Clark beat him 10-5 to five last season. Uh, but they've got some other guys, Kyle Garcia and Brian Crutchmer. They're also there as well. Two juniors, but uh, expected to be Harding in this one. Clark should, should be able to win that match, but Harding was kind of a freshman phenom last year. Oklahoma State fans like him. They think his prospects are very, very good. He's got an opportunity to have a nice, nice career as a Cowboy. So Corey Clark, Thomas Gilman, 125 and 133 respectively, they've got to be kind of the anchor at the beginning of this Iowa Hawkeye wrestling roster. Now we get to 141. 141 is a goofy weight class for a lot of Iowa fans. We're going to get into 141, uh, 157 and 165 or two other weight classes that are kind of up in the air at this point. Brody Grothis, the senior from Davenport Assumption, he'll be in there uh, probably at the end of December, possibly early January where Tom Brands led on to that a little bit at the beginning of uh, a media day as well when he's talking about this weight class. But here's what Tom Brands had to say going into this season at this weight class. They've got essentially four guys right now. You've got Topher Carton, who wrestled this last week at Grandview. He suffered an injury. He defaulted in his last match. You've got Logan Ryan, who got second, the Bettendorf kid. Um, he was reinstated after being dismissed back um, in the spring. He, he, he was second at, at Grandview. He's probably one of those guys that's going to be there. Uh, Vince Turk, the freshman he was state champ last year in Illinois. He should be there as well as Brody Grothus. So it's kind of a four-man, uh, four-headed monster, if you will. I think Vance Turk, um, Vince Turk ends up probably redshirting. He probably won't wrestle a ton unless he really makes strides going into the season. But here's what Tom Brands had to say at Media Day about 141 and the question mark that has now been left as Josh Jeva, re, um, as Josh Jeva uh, graduates from college.
1: We're looking for someone to emerge. And this guy right here that you're looking at has been looking for someone to emerge throughout the fall. That hasn't really happened and we need uh, someone and we'll see when the lights are on maybe guys are better. Maybe they're better in the competition arena. You know last year I talked about Topher Carton I think um, talked about how he's matured and uh, come around and you know he really has had some opportunities to do very well and he's been slowed a little bit here and there for other reasons injuries and other other reasons and um, you know he's he needs to assert himself if he's going to be the guy and the same with Logan Ryan and i uh, tell you what we got a true freshman in there Jake Turk or no that's Jake's his brother uh, Vince Turk uh, who is um, he's relevant in the conversation as well so all three of those guys will be competing this weekend and we'll see how it shakes out and that will you know be the determining factor not the sole factor but that'll be something we look at for who's going to be on the on the mat and Kinnick.
0: 141's a big weight class for the Hawkeyes. That's Tom Brand speaking on that matter. You look at going forward and where Iowa's going to be, and 141 is a big one, because if you start your dual meet at 125, then you're looking at probably wins in Gilman and Clark, and you want to keep rolling. You want to keep the points coming. Those guys are going to try and score bonus points all season long. You're going to see those guys try to rack up pins, try to rack up tech falls, major decisions, whatever they can do to get extra bonus points. All you have to do at 141 is win. I still think Brody Grothis is very capable. I think he's very, very capable of being a good wrestler for the Hawkeyes he can be a contributor. Um, in the Big Tens, he can be a contributor in the National in the Nationals as well. The key for him is to step in there, avoid injuries, and ultimately separate himself from the other guys that are at that weight class, and carton guys like Logan Ryan and Vince Turk. Can he do it? We'll see at the end of December, early January when this is healthy. 149, Brandon Sorensen. Love, love, love Brandon Sorensen. Number three in the intermat, number two in the open mat ranking, Cedar Falls kid's sophomore. He came on last year, to say the least. 40-6 and six overall. That's one win shy of the freshman score record set by Ed Bannock uh, way back when. Sorenson's a stud. The kids, the kid's a stud. His expectations this year through the roof. He's looking at Big Ten championships. He's looking at NCAA championships. Currently, you know, he's one of these guys that's going to anchor this Iowa, this Iowa roster. Had was second in the Big Ten's last year, fourth in the NCAA's. And there's a couple guys when you're talking about the Big Ten and you're talking about nationally, and that's Jason Sertis at Northwestern Rutherford as well Penn State. But Brandon Sorenson should be right there at the end, and he should be a guy that should be able to compete for national championships. And that's what you talk about when you talk about Iowa wrestlers, especially the good ones and most guys that start at Iowa are good wrestlers. He'll wrestle against Colica, uh, number 9, number 7 in the rankings respectively for Oklahoma State in the dual meet, and that should be a good match. Should be a relatively exciting match, but I think Sorensen should be able to win that match rather easily and he needs to get his, his season started off um, on a good start. The the nice thing is for Iowa, when you look at these first four weight classes, I think you probably have wins at 125, 133 and 149, or at least guys are favored in those matchups uh, for Iowa, but then you get to 141 it's, you know, it's an outlier. Dean Heil, a kid from Oklahoma State. Uh, Jeva pinned him last year in the duel, but he's ranked number two. He's a very, very competitive kid, very good kid. He probably gets a win at 141. Depending on where things start and how things shake out in this duel meet, could be interesting. Iowa's got to get wins through the first four weight classes. 157. Oh boy. Question mark, question mark, question mark. 157, 165. What's Iowa going to do? There's a lot of speculation out there as to who's going to start. There's a lot of speculation out there as to who's going to produce. I think you look at 157, there's a couple guys that really could step in there that could, you know, really make a difference. One of those guys is Edwin Cooper, who's a senior. He's, he was a runner up in 13 14 um, at Upper Iowa in Division II. You've got Logan Thompson, who was 13 and 4 last season as a sophomore. Can he step in? Uh, he's a sophomore. Can he step in there? Can he be competitive? Can he be the guy that Iowa can go to at 157? Patrick Rhodes, he's a senior, 8 and 4 last year. Does he fit in somewhere? Does he end up at 165? How does How does Brands, you know, maneuver guys around? Who wins in the room? Who excels? in the room to be able to get the opportunity to wrestle. I think a lot of the preseason tournaments and I'm pointing to, you know, you're, you're talking about your your midlands, maybe if guys get, chance, get get a chance to wrestle. You're looking at, you know, even in dual meets, if guys get hurt, who can step up? Who can really take this season by the reins and say, you know what? 157 is my weight class. 165 is my weight class. Moving on to 165, I think you're looking at Burke Paddock, the redshirt freshman, 19-5 and five last year at 174. He's going to be down at 165 it appears. He should be right there as why well, I think Rhodes probably fits into that category at 165 is you know in there too. But this is the way; these are the two weights that Iowa's, Iowa fans are going to have to watch all season: 157, 165. Where does Iowa come down? as far as trying to compete at these weight classes. It's going to be tough. Tough sledding against Oklahoma State. You've got Chance Marsteller in at 157, and then Alex Derringer, the stud at 165, ranked number one in the country. So I don't know if Iowa's going to be able to get wins this Saturday, but if they can get some competition going, get guys in there, get competitive, and really try to wrestle well, wrestle tough, Iowa can potentially find a guy that can maybe you know anchor this middleweight class area where Iowa's going to struggle. They're going to struggle here all season long. Can they be good enough before these classes classes and good enough after these classes to be able to be as competitive as Tom Brands and Terry Brands and that coaching staff really wants them to be. I don't know yet. We'll find out. That's the nice thing about having this season get underway with such a cool event. You know, Oklahoma State comes to town. You're wrestling under, you know, you're wrestling outside under, you know, 32 screaming fans excited that wrestling's finally back in Eastern Iowa, in the state of Iowa, where wrestling was born and bred. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, this is the time when guys step up, Edwin Cooper, step in there and get a win. Burke Paddock, step in there and beat Derringer. How cool would that be? But temper expectations. Don't get too excited because this is where the Iowa Hawkeyes really need to try and exceed those expectations. At Media Day, Tom Brands was asked about grapple on the gridiron. He mentioned it. He's really excited about it. Kind of where the origins of this whole thing came. And here's, you know, I'll just turn it over to Tom Brands as I go to a break here. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. I'll break down the last weight classes. We'll get into the Oklahoma State meet even further. Talk about the national Big Ten prospects for Iowa as well, but... I'll leave you with this. Tom Brands talking about the grapple on the gridiron. Iowa, Oklahoma State, 11 a.m. Kinnick Stadium this Saturday. You're going to want to be there, and here's why.
1: Very much a team effort with administration, and it was our brainchild, but we're not the originators. I mean, people have been wrestling outside since the beginning of time, and just so happens, it's the first time it's been done in Division I, and it's a big deal because it's about uh, two storied programs and a rivalry that continues, and these rivalries are getting tougher to schedule just because of the Big Ten getting bigger, and so that's how it came about. Hawkeyes mic programs are brought to you in part by
2: Prefense Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes. And remember, the best defense is Prefense. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. Mm-hmm.
0: Welcome back to On the Mat on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm Tyler Chumlin, your host. Follow along with us on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike, as well as me on Twitter at Tyler Chumlin. Going through the weight classes, we're through 165. The lineup so far for Iowa is basically Thomas Gilman, Corey Clark. I think you look at 141 as a weight class up in the air. Growth will probably be there um, end of December, but for right now it's probably going to be Logan Logan Ryan and Topher Carton, assuming he's healthy. Sorensen's at 149. 57, likely Edwin Cooper, Logan Thompson type of a mix and match. 165. I think Burke Paddock probably takes over. They're the redshirt freshman. 174. This was one of my favorite quotes at media day when Tom Brands basically said how he feels about junior Alex Meyer, the Southeast Polk native. And this is interesting. He says, brings a smile to my face. Here's Tom Brands talking about Alex
1: Meyer coming into this season. Alex Meyer is a name that makes me smile. Uh, He is everything from a work ethic point of view in everything that he does Um, he's grown up tremendously since his first couple months here and the other thing is is that he's a leader in that room from a just put your head down and go to work example and the the humor that comes out of him the conversations that you have with him uh it's sarcastic humor it's quiet humor and those are the types of things the qualities in him that make me smile now let's talk about the wrestling and the wins that you have talked about that were very relevant uh, he's got the motor on him he's got the type of attitude where it's kind of like anyone anytime anywhere and uh, those big wins aren't by accident or aren't because he ambushed guys because they weren't ready for him um, he's been relevant for the last couple of years sitting behind Evans and uh, those wins were earned they weren't ambushes like I said and and that's what I like about him I like his durability uh, I like his lack of complaining I like his tough guy mentality and he's always been a tough guy and uh, he's a good example for for some freshmen that maybe have some owies that think it's the end of the world where you have a guy like Alex Meyer who deals with that stuff every day and just puts his head down and goes forward one step at a time love him absolutely love him
0: Tom Brands talking about Alex Meyer puts a big smile on his face does the number six ranked wrestler nationwide in intermat and the open mat 18 and 3 last year you know not a bad record 2-0 and o in the Big Ten that's a great great start for Alex Meyer getting a couple Big Ten victories. And, you know, when, when Tom Brand says it's a name that makes him smile, when he's talking about work ef- work ethic and talking about effort in the room and toughness and what he can do mentally as well as physically, that's a good thing. Brand The Brands brothers known for their mental toughness, known for their work ethic, known for working hard. That's why Iowa fans are so excited that they're the coaching staff here at Iowa. How good can Alex Meyer be? That's the real question. How good can he be and how many steps forward can he take? Can he be a top five wrestler? Can he be a top three wrestler? Can he be a, the best wrestler in the Big Ten? That's tough, but it's definitely possible. You look at who he's going to face off against, in, against Oklahoma State, and that's Kyle Crutchmer. He's a top five wrestler. But Meyer beat him 4-3 at the Joe Parisi Open last year. So, it's not to say that Alex Meyer can't beat him in this meet. It's not to say that Alex Meyer can't get the season off to a good start because he's done it against Crutchmer. Key for Alex Meyer is to step in there and be that anchor at 174 because there's going to be a lot of dual meets and a lot of tournaments where 157 and 165 probably let Iowa fans down. I'll be frank with you. I'll be honest with you. That's probably going to be the case. Alex Meyer's responsible now to step in there at 174 and right the ship, get things back on track. 184 my favorite wrestler right now for the Iowa Hawkeyes. My favorite wrestler to watch. I think he's a bruiser. I think he's fun. I think he's a great competitor. Sammy Brooks. Sam Brooks, Oak Park, Illinois native. Number 11 in the intermat. Number 10 in the open mat. Didn't have the kind of season at the end of the year last year that I think he thought he was going to. Got through in the Big Tens. The NCAAs didn't go as well as he wanted them to. He did not. His postseason was not as good as Sam Brooks thought it could have been. And that is something that can light a fire under a guy and you see it so often with Iowa wrestlers you see it so often with a guy like Tony Ramos who isn't a winner isn't a winner can't get the championship can't get the championship but he is a winner on the on the surface when you look at all the accolades and the dual meets and the record and everything Sam Brooks can be that guy this year he gets a start against Nolan Boyd who beat Brooks 9-6 in the duel last year on Saturday against Oklahoma State it's a chance it's an opportunity to, for Sam Brooks to step in there and say this is my season this is my weight class 184 is mine I'm taking it and that's how things are going to be what can Sam Brooks do this season I think the expectations are incredibly high for the junior 197 senior leader on this team one of potentially two seniors growth this being the other one Nathan Birack. Barack, he's got to come in. He's got to do. He's got to make some noise. He's got to be the guy at the end of the season with guys like Morgan McIntosh, Max Huntley, Jaden Cox, Brett Farr, all these guys that are at the top. He's right in the mix with those guys. He's got to do what Mike Evans ultimately couldn't do when he was mixed in with those same names over and over and over again each and every year. And that's step in there and take the reins, man. Win a national championship. Got seventh last year. He was an All-American. Terrific. He was named most improved wrestler on this Iowa team in the awards banquet. That's fantastic as well. It's not good enough when you're an Iowa wrestler and you're in there. You're most improved. You're winning Sometimes you're winning some good matches. You're winning some good meets That's all fine and dandy But at the end of the day your legacy is remembered by two things big ten championships and national championships ask Tony Ramos I've asked him personally. Tony Ramos will tell you straight up. He did, not want to be the, he did not want to be the wrestler that was remembered as the guy that could never win one. And he did. He was able to do it. Can Nathan Burak finally go that next step and win a national championship and create his legacy as a Hawkeye? Don't know who he's going to wrestle Saturday. Probably it's going to be a combination of Schaefer, Luke Bean. Uh, Bean, Burak beat him 7-3 last year. Uh, 197 is loaded, though, if you look at the nation, the national landscape and Nathan Burak is in- involved in that conversation, but Penn State, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri all have guys that are right there, all guys that I mentioned here a little bit ago. So Nathan Burak, he's got high expectations going into this season. He's trained a lot in the offseason. He's going to be ready to go. 285, Hawkeyes lose a leader, a guy that's been pretty solid, very good uh, in Bobby Telford. Red shirt freshman has to step in the minnesota native sam Stoll. he's ranked number 13 in the inner in the inner the open mat rankings he had he was 18 and 5 last year as a red shirt got third at the joe parisi he won the luther he won grandview last year he was very good in high school i mean there's no question about that sam Stoll is incredible in high school he comes prepared he's a fighter he pins guys i mean that's he pins guys he had 63 pins it's a high school national record he pinned every opponent his senior year He pinned every opponent but one his junior year. This kid is incredibly talented. He's incredibly good. He reminds you of kind of a guy that can step in there as a freshman and make some noise. But his test on Saturday is quick, and it's tough. It's Austin Marsden, top five ranked wrestler for the Cowboys. It's going to be tough. You're going to throw Sam Stoll right into the fire. See if he can make it work. See if he can not drown when tossed into the middle of the ocean. So there you have it all the way through the lineup. I think Iowa's got some good prospects coming into the season. There's a reason they're not ranked one, though. There's a reason that people are saying that they're not the best team out there. Penn State brings back... A lot. You look at other teams out there as well that you know are going to be able to be be there right at the end, and it's tough when you lose this many wrestlers and when there's this many new faces. Because Sam Stoll's a new face at 285. You've got Alex Meyer, who's a new face at 174, taking over for an incredibly talented Mike Evans, who's been there been the staple there for so long. You've got a new wrestler at 165, a new wrestler at 157. You've got the potential to have a new wrestler at 141 uh, with Growthus out. We'll see how long he's out. We'll see you know some of those other guys can step in. We'll see what they do with um, with Vince Turk and the others and Topher Carton and Logan Ryan, who I think probably wrestles Saturday. But, you know, I always got some work to do. And that's where we kind of leave off here is, you know, the season starts Saturday at Kinnick Stadium, 11 a.m. They're going to be wrestling. Whistles are going to be blowing. Mats are going to be pounding. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a good time. Let's go ahead and go through that dual meet. And I'll tell you kind of how I think things are going to shake out or how I think things should shake out. I don't know why I even do this because half the time it's never right. It never works out. But I like doing it. It's fun. I think, I think fans enjoy it. So 125. Number four, Thomas Gilman. I think it's a major decision over Eddie Climera. I do. I think Gilman's a better wrestler. I think Gilman's about to take that next step. I think Thomas Gilman's going to win the Big Ten this year. And I think Thomas Gilman's going to be right there at the NCAA Championship Finals. I really do. I think he's going to be there. He stepped away from wrestling a little bit this year. He wanted to get himself right physically. wanted to get himself right mentally. Didn't compete in wrestling this this offseason. He still wrestled but didn't compete. I think that was a good thing for Thomas Gilman to do that. 133, Corey Clark. I think Corey Clark's the best 133 pounder money can buy. Number two ranked, I think he's number one. I think he's the best 133 pounder in the country. I like Corey Clark. I think he's going to make that next step too. You got to remember, it's so important in the Iowa wrestling room how champions are made and they're made by guys beating on them, guys showing them how to be tough. Guys like Tony Ramos hitting on you, making sure that you're getting mentally prepared. Corey Clark, Thomas Gilman have had that. They've had Matt McDonough, they've had Tony Ramos, these, young, these lower weight class guys that have had success in the room showing them how to do it. Plus, they get each other. Gilman and Clark get to drill together. They get to work together. They anchor these lower lower weight classes for Iowa Gilman and Clark I think both get major decisions on Saturday Gary Wayne Harding good wrestler at 133 I think Clark's much better than him I think he gets a major decision if not more 141 Logan Ryan I think goes for the Hawkeyes Dean Heil I think Heil gets the win he's very very good he's he's an attacker he'll get all he'll get his points I think Logan Ryan doesn't match up to him that doesn't mean Logan Ryan can't step in there and say hey you know what I'm taking 141 Brody growth has come back from injury I'm taking it from you Dean Heil probably gets the win. 149, Brandon Sorensen against Anthony Kalica. I think Sorensen's a better wrestler. I think Sorensen's expectations this year are Big Ten championships and NCAA championships. I think he's victorious. 157 for the Hawkeyes. I don't know who steps in. <laughs> we will see. I, I think the general consensus, I think for a lot of people, is that 157 and 165 are just going to be struggle weights all season long. But that's not to say that Edwin Cooper can't step in there. It's not to say that Burke Paddock can't step in there and have good seasons. I think Oklahoma State State probably gets wins at 157 and 165. I don't know if there'll be major decisions. I think Derringer at 165 probably does get a major decision, if not more. Oklahoma State will probably need it, and um, he'll step up in a big in a big situation. 174, Alex Meyer. I think he gets a win over Crutchmer. I think number six versus number four. This is the match I'm looking forward to the most um, in this dual meet. I'm really excited to watch this match. I think Meyer's. The, I think Meyer best Crutchmer. This meet is at Kinnick Stadium. 30 plus thousand people. It's going to be electric. I think the Hawkeyes win 174. I think the Hawkeyes win 184. Brooks and Nolan Boyd, I think Brooks gets the win. 197. Bean or Schaefer, I'm not sure who will wrestle for Oklahoma State. Nathan Barak, I think, gets a win as well. Probably just a regular decision. I think Barak probably starts the season a little bit slower than he'd like. That's just my opinion. He's a senior. He's focused on leadership. He's focused on making sure this team is in a good position. He's focused on making sure they win this dual meet. I think they get the win. I think they get it done. I think Marsden beats Stoll at heavyweight. But I ultimately think that Iowa wins this dual meet 25 to 14 don't hold me to that because it's predictions and they go out the window so quickly so rapidly they barely mean anything meets at 11 a.m on saturday at Kinnick Stadium, they're basically saying if you show up, they'll get you in. That's how they're, that's show up with money <laughs> and buy a ticket. They'll get you in. They want to pack that place with as many freaking people as they possibly can. They've been very adamant about that. They've been very clear about that. And that's how things are going to go this season for the Hawkeyes. They want people to show up. They want people to be loud. They want people to be behind this team, try to win a national championship for the first time since 010. Season outlook, the whole season after this Saturday, things will clear out a little bit after the Iowa City duels. You look at the teams that are at the Iowa City duels and – it's not a great not a great bunch of teams. Again, it's Maryland, Grand Canyon, Iowa Central Community College, and Cornell College. Iowa should have some nice victories. Should get some guys in there that need some experience, and that's a good thing. Right now, rankings. Tournament rankings on intermat. Iowa's number three. Dual rankings are number three. They're number four in the USA Today, NWCA, NCAA, D1 coaches poll. Number three in flow wrestling. Iowa's got six ranked wrestlers, essentially, according to the polls if you look at them. They've got some returning starters. They've got some weight classes that have some question marks. They're all in all a young team. There's only two potential seniors. They could run. They could run one senior out there for a majority of the season. They really could, and that's. Just the truth of it. Last year, they were Big Ten champs. Instead of they got second. The expectation every year, I always say that word when I do these podcasts, expectations, expectations, expectations. It's Iowa wrestling. The expectation is win a national title every single year, year in and year out. That's the expectation for Tom Brands. That's the expectation for Corey Clark. That's the expectation for Alex Meyer. That's the expectation for Edwin Cooper if he steps in there. It is. So I'll leave you with this. Go to the meet on Saturday. It's going to be one heck of a meet. Really excited for this season to get started. I think this Iowa team has a chance to be very, very good, very special. They've got to really show up at a couple spots that I'm not real sure how well they'll be yet. But, again, got some good leadership. They've got some good young talent. And I'm excited for the Iowa, Iowa Hawkeyes to finally get on the wrestling mat after a long, long offseason with a bad taste in the Hawkeyes' mouths after being runner-up to Ohio State. We'll be back here in a couple weeks to break down things after the Oklahoma State duel, the grapple on the gridiron this weekend, as well as the Iowa City duels next weekend in Iowa City, prior to the Iowa Corn Cyhawks series meet between Iowa and Iowa State in Ames. This has been On the Mat. I'm Tyler Chumlin, Hawkeyes Mike. Follow along with us on Twitter, at Hawkeyes Mike. Follow along with me on Twitter, at Tyler Chumlin. Until then, enjoy the wrestling.
1: And broadcast school has really paid off.
2: Are you looking for a new rewarding career with great benefits? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides great career opportunities with wages starting at $20 an hour including benefits. Give TNK a call today at 319-848-4191 or toll-free at 1-800-383-7663 to begin your roofing career today. $20 per hour starting wage including benefits. You can't beat that. Give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll-free 1-800 383 7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing, a proud union company and member of Built by Pros in Eastern Iowa.
0: This has been a presentation of Hawkeyes Mike, LLC.